I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swim Podcast. Joining me today for the CEO Swim Series is a dear, dear friend, a man who is a welcome face on the pool deck at all the elite swimming meets, CEO and founder of A3 Performance, Dan Meinholz. Uh, thank you very much. Hi, Mel. How are you? Good. You know, you, you, you came in with a little more energy than some of our elite swimmers. So I appreciate that. Some of them are like, hey, they just come in with a, with a real faint, hey. I'll, I'll tell you, energy is, uh, is something that you need to bring every day, but uh, it's not always easy. I, I, do, I will tell you that. It, you know, I, uh, someone asked me to describe what it was like to be uh, a business owner and uh, an entrepreneur and you know when things are um, when things are doing when things are going well when the when the market is is great and your market is healthy you you, you walk around and you, and you feel solid in the ground with your chest puffed out and your neck straight you know your back straight and you feel great to be a part of the ecosystem but there are other moments when it's uh, when it's challenging a little bit of white knuckle and for just full disclosure out there for everybody, I, I have called Dan as, as, a, as to, just to have a sounding board, just to, just to hear how things are going, to see if he was feeling what I was feeling. And Dan was a, was a welcome voice on the phone. But uh, how, how have you been doing? This is, this is a crazy year. Yeah, it, uh, it's been, you know, it, it's been an unbelievable time because it's completely out of out of your control. So when we run into a challenge like this, I can't go back and look at the roadmap and identify where I took a wrong turn. We're just uh, presented with a situation that we now need to navigate through. And really the challenge is, is that you're navigating and the navigation changes on a daily basis. So you really have to be able to pivot quickly. Um, but honestly, for the most part, uh, we're, we're doing well. You know, if, uh, if we would have had the typical summer, we would have had a lot of meets leading up to Olympic trials. We would have had Olympic trials. It would have been a very busy summer. And um, in, on the flip side, I spent a lot of time with my family. So that gave me a great opportunity to connect and, and kind of gear up for next year. But, uh, you know, family is good. Um, business is as well as can be expected. Uh, right now, like I said, the challenges, they just keep coming. and. Um, you, you do what you can with them. It's, uh, it, uh, we, ha we have a lot of relationships at, at Swim Swam and, 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 and for as much as people enjoy reading our news and, and seeing the media we produce, it, it doesn't work in, unless we have great partnerships. And, and the partnerships with Swim Swam don't work unless, unless the, the folks leading that particular company uh, understand our community, understand the marketplace, and understand what what uh, what it means to to build a business and swim. They have to be successful. Otherwise, you know, we really can't do much. We can we can create a spotlight, but it's a, it is absolutely a partnership. You've been in swimming for twenty five years. Twenty five years. The chlorine is is truly in your blood, and I can say that that's not always the case when you're interfacing with certain companies. Um, you, you know, you, it hasn't been A3 the entire 25 years. Uh, you know, how and, and why did you make it the transition from your previous swim company? 
Yeah. Um, so we, we started our first company in 1995 when uh, my wife and I were 29 years old and we wanted to be in the swim community. Yeah, I just aged myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 stop, stop. How old are you? How old are you? 54. I'm 51. So I'm a spring okay. chicken. I'm a spring yeah. chicken in, in, this, in this media we're doing. I want everyone to know that. You're still just a kid. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, we, we really wanted to do our own thing. And there was something about uh, owning your own business at that time that just felt so right and so good for me personally. And my wife and I both worked very hard. Um, we dragged our kids all over the place with us. And um, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, it kind of, you sort of ride a high when you start a business from scratch and you start to have success. And there are bumps along the way, no doubt. But you start to see success and you start to see growth. Um, that's exciting. And, and it encourages to, to pour even more into it. And about three to four years into our first company, which was a dealership, what we had started to see is that the internet became this large e-commerce engine and the rules of the game were changing. And we saw um, what, what some of the other, um, today our competitors, what, how they were managing that situation. And, and I realized at that point that, listen, this is not going to be a long-term game for this company. Um, so you have some options, you know, you, you now have four children. Uh, how are you going to conduct yourself moving forward? And I love the sport of swimming and my, my family does. And this is where we feel really good. This is where we feel really natural. Um, you know, there's something about the culture, the, the whole process of it. I swam this morning. Um, it's just a great uh, environment to be in in general. So what are our options? And um, I did. I did start to toy around with uh, creating some of our own products. So the first, we first started with a goggle um, and then we started to make some swim caps and then we started to figure some other things out. We, we started to build some relationships and that whole process was a little daunting, no, no question. But uh, uh, we had some of our own products in 2002 and by 2004, we decided that we would put a brand to those products and we would make a, a committed effort um, to build a brand uh, and become a great brand. So from that point on, you know, you start with one product and then you build your way in. Uh, today, I think we now have the right products for every single category of our sport. If you're out there and you're, you're driving, uh, don't do this, but if you're at your desk or you're just, you're just listening in and you've downloaded the podcast, go to a3performance.com, a3performance.com. Um, at the header, you can go just a, a, you know, just a few places over and you can read about our founder and you'll, you'll get your, your 411 on Dan, but it's, it's a beautiful site and it's, uh, it's well designed. It's one of the first things that you do when you, when you, when you load into a site, I'm staring at it right now. It's, uh, Dan understands branding. Dan understands marketing. Dan understands, uh, he understands color and, and what pops and he really appreciates design and quality, which is part of the reasons why I like going to swimming meets and talking to Dan, because, um, you know, I learn and that's what, uh, that's what great partnerships are about. What sets a three apart in terms of your, you know, your products and services? Yeah. Um, so there's a number of things and, you know, one of the things that I, I look at as our motto as a company is, uh, is something that sets us apart. But the, I think one of the other advantages that we have is that, 
we work very closely with every single vendor. I personally work very closely with every single vendor. So um, when we work with all of our fabrics, for example, for our high-tech racing suits are made custom specifically for our brand uh, to the specifics that we request. And we usually make four to five different fabrics with vari uh, variables associated with them. And then we test those. We test them for speed. We test them for resiliency, uh, a number of different categories, compression, um, we, we work with, I think the best fabric company, the best bonding company, and it's taken us a long time to get there. And it's taken us a bunch of uh, bumps in the road in order to identify who the right partners are. Um, but we feel very good about the people that we, uh, go to competition with and, uh, we've built really, really good products because of that. Um, as, as far as, as a brand, kind of my, my personal mission, something, um, you know, we use the motto lead, innovate, inspire. And um, that's something that I'd like to do personally. It's also something that we've brought into the brand because, um, you know, leadership is incredibly important uh, as it relates to any group being successful. Um, innovation is, is whether you're an athlete in the water and you're innovating, you know, uh, technique or, or you're in a swimwear company and you're innovating products, it's incredibly important to continue to evolve as a sport. Um, and we love to do that. That's kind of a passion. As soon as we have something locked in place, we're immediately looking at how to either make it better or sometimes we, we wipe the slate clean and start over. Um, but a big part of what we try to do is, is be inspirational and be inspirational to all athletes. So we talk about living your potential. Um, which is a challenge. It's difficult to do that on a daily basis, but it's incredibly important. So we try to encourage people to do that. So we're very focused on the athlete, not just from a product standpoint, but we also want our message, uh, whether it be packaging, whether it be a podcast, whether it be social media, whatever it may be, we want our message to be inspirational. I've often said, I think one of the greatest gifts you can ever give to somebody is the gift of inspiration. What I like is, uh, and I think I can bottom line it for our listeners is, you know, if, if I'm in, if I'm diving into swim news and I'm trying to find intelligence out about what's happening so that the news cycle keeps rolling and we, and, and we remain relevant in, in, in our mission, which is to provide news, I reach out to a handful of people on the tech suit side, on the, on the swim product side, I reach out to a handful of people too. Uh, Dan's on that short list. Um, it seems as though uh, success in business is really understanding the marketplace. And frankly, it's understanding what your competitors are doing and, and, and being aware of like, this is where I fit and this is where I have to be better. This is where I'm the best and the market doesn't know it, but you know it. Usually it takes some time. It's uh, how much of that for you as an entrepreneur is, is a part of, of your drive forward. Like, you know, how, how much, how much, how much energy are you putting into being a student of your marketplace and where you fit? Um, it's incredibly important to be aware of what's occurring in the market. One of the things that took me a while to identify as a, as a business leader was, who are you? Who do you want to be? What is your space in the marketplace? Just like you've mentioned, um, we're, every product that we build is very purpose-oriented. It's, it's data-driven. It's something that we focus on how does the swimmer swim better and how does the swimmer swim faster? So those are things that we're focused on all the time. And initially it's really, it's, it's very easy to get caught up in what other people are doing, but we're not anybody else. 
We're not going to be anybody else. That's not our mission. That's not our drive. So we want to make sure that we're true to ourselves, which I believe is, is the right way for us to be and, and conduct business. Um, and once you identify who you are, and I'm telling you, it's not easy because there's so much noise in the marketplace. There's so many people, like you said, you have a short list of people that you talk to. I, I, and you are one for me as well. So I appreciate that. But there's a number of people that I communicate with and I'll have people tell me, you guys should do this. You guys should do that. And, and if it doesn't feel right and doesn't seem right um, for the longest time, I still listen to them, but I really have uh, sharpened my focus to the point where I know how we need to get better and I know what we can control and that's what we need to focus on. And we're doing that on a daily basis. And it's taken me a while to get there as a leader where we can take the rest of the group and make sure that everybody is focused on, on what the mission is. Uh, not always easy. You know, from the outside, you can look at it and say, well, it's really easy. You, you put up a target and everybody moves towards that, but everybody has uh, different things that are occurring in their life or whether they're business uh, associates. So keeping everybody focused on the same uh, goal is is a challenge in, unto itself, but we know who we are. Um, you know, they're fortunately for us because of the size of our company, we're able to do some things that uh, maybe other brands are not, and we're taking advantage of those, and we're trying to make ourselves unique. Um, and I think that we are, and we're we're very proud of what we built and and what we offer at this point. If I'm a swim parent, but I'm going to get into, let me just take a few steps back. We're going to, in, in this podcast, we are going to get into uh, COVID, what's happened with the pandemic and how it's impacted the market financially, because everybody's felt the financial contraction and it's, uh, and you know, how you move and operate in this sort of climate is, is certainly a topic we're going to cover before we get there. Um, to, to understand Dan is to understand that he is present in the marketplace and he's extremely approachable. So Dan, I'm a swim parent. And, uh, you know, I've got to make a big investment in my kid and my kid, you know, my kid, maybe I have a kid that's 12 and they're just now starting to, they're decided swimming is their number one sport. They're going to drop the other sports they're doing. And but this family also has a, a 16 year old daughter and the 16 year old daughter is, is, you know, trying to make, she's really, she's moving along. She's, she's, she's reaching her milestones and she's trying to make a decision. Am I going to swim? D3 or D1 mid-major or maybe go D1, D1 to a big top 20 school. Uh, parents have to make a huge investment in what these kids are using in practice and racing in. Uh, what do you say to that parent when you're talking to them about your company, A3? Well, so one of the advantages I, I know that we offer is we, we offer world-class product. I think that we are you know, either best in class or certainly right there in almost every product category. And we do that and offer our products at a price significantly below our competitors in most situations. Um, you know, one of the things we, I mean, we, at the end of the day, we, we want to have a successful business and we know what that all takes. But the reality is, is I'm a parent. Um, I've coached. I've been on the pool deck for a long time and I want to do what's right for that family uh, 100% of the time. So when people think that um, I'm going to put the suit on and swim faster, uh, it's usually because of the excitement of wearing a new suit and not because of the performance of the new suit. So we try to identify where the mindset is of that, of that child. But if you have somebody who's 16 years old, who's really invested, they're going to practice every day. Uh, they're paying attention to the nutrition, they're getting enough rest, and they really want to make a commitment to go to that level. Uh, we have a great product in that category. 
that we test and confirm to make sure that it moves through the water as fast or faster than any other product in the market. So, and, and again, because of the, the model of our company, we're able to deliver that at a pretty significant savings to that family. When we work with a specific team, for example, it's an even greater savings to that family. So not, not everybody needs to be, you know, the, the, the 12 and under rule, some separation, but uh, not everybody needs to be in that level of suit. Um, not everybody, you know, you know, it was funny when the kind of the whole tech suit, elite tech suit came out and my kids were younger, um, people would come up to me and say, well, what suit is your child swimming in? And I would say, well, right now my child's going to practice three days a week and they still breathe off the wall. So I, I think that there's probably some changes that we can make to swim faster before we start to make that investment. Um, so it's, it's not always about spend more money and I'm going to go faster. Um, it's about identifying where they're at when they're ready to make a step into that type of product. We deliver a great product at a really good price. The, uh, so this seems like an opportune time to, to talk about the, um, the tenant under tech suit ban, which is a, which is something that it, it's, uh, let's just say there's, there's a lot of chatter behind the scenes, uh, among, among the brands about, about the role, but it's a, it, have you been able to react to this ruling and, and how did you handle it at A3 and you know, what does it mean for your business? Yeah, um, I think it has a larger impact on, on some of the other companies than necessarily it did for us because we, we were in the process of building that suit before the, the verdict even came down or before the, the concept was even floated. Uh, we already knew that, hey, we have a, we have a great elite racing suit what we really want to do is make sure that that 10 year old, that 12 year old can get into a racing suit because the last thing a 10 year old, a parent of a 10 year old wants to do is spend $400 on a suit that's going to last them for three minutes. So let's build something that's going to last longer, but performs at that level or very close to that level. It's easier to get on the body. I mean, when, when you fit a bunch of kids in tech suits, you know how challenging it is for a young person. Uh, somebody who's 20 years old, who's worn dozens of them, they know exactly what to expect. They know how to get into it. You're 13 years old and this is your first one. It's a little bit of, it's a, it's a daunting task because of the compression and they're not exactly sure how it's supposed to fit. So let's build something that accommodates those people um, better. And the price point is far better. Um, turns out we used a knitted fabric and it was a sewn suit because bonding is a relatively uh, significant cost to building the elite racing suit. Um, so it was sewn and knitted. And uh, when, when that decision came out or when the conversation flourished, uh, I felt pretty good about it because we were already in place. Uh, so it didn't really impact our business in, in a negative sense at all. Um, you know, one of the things we've done online is if somebody orders that product online, for example, they can check that this is for a 12 and under swimmer. And we go ahead and put the USA Swimming check next to the FINA approved logo right on there to send it out. So when they get it, they're, you know, they're ready to compete. Um, so I, I understand, you know, why they put the rule in place. Um, we were ready for it. And I think that uh, our Sutanova, we did a great job delivering on that. A3performance.com. You can go to A3performance.com and you can, let's see here. If I'm on, I'm on the site right now. And uh, if you're on the site and you go there and you shop, if I want to find a, a suit that's right for a kid that is under 12, do I, do I, Go to the drop-down shop. Do I just go to kid? Does that work? You can go to uh, female or male. Female or and male. Then, I'm going to male. Yeah, either, yeah. and then you're going to see the Nova is going to be in one of the top lines there. 
I do see Nova. Yeah. So it, it, A3performance.com, you're going to see it if it, it's, it's nearly at the top of the page. Right there it is. Nova is at the top of the page. Really easy interface to understand. So let's, let's, let's really focus this conversation. I asked you about the parents, but let me, let's, let's just say that I'm a, a coach and I, and I have a, um, a D1 mid-major, D2, D3. Maybe I'm in AIA. Maybe I'm a club coach and I have 200 kids. And I've got to make an investment. And I've got to, and I'll, I've got to, I've got to talk to my parents and say, hey, this is what we're doing and why we're doing it. How would, how would that coach, you know, how would they best interface with you? Because my experience is that, that in swimming, people like people with deep roots and you have 25 years there. You know how to talk to them. How does that, how does that coach get to you and have this conversation about, well, I'm making, I got to make a big investment this year. Yeah. So um, when somebody calls us, for example, they're either going to speak to, you know, one of my daughters or they're going to speak with me in most situations. And um, I love to have those conversations because a lot of what I do on a daily basis uh, takes me away from those conversations. And those are great conversations to have. Uh, I don't want to say those are my people, but that's a great environment to, you know, to be able to speak with coaches. Um, what we try to do in every situation is make sure that we learn the team and we learn the coach because everybody has different expectations from, from a relationship. Um, everybody wants something a little bit different. So we, we kind of do have a boilerplate, uh, agreement that, um, we can provide for somebody, but for the most part, we want to make sure that, uh, we're identifying, we, we may have a, a age group program that is not heavy on the senior side. We may have one that's very heavy on the senior side and travels to uh, junior nationals and U.S. nationals. They have different expectations. Um, but, the, but the other thing that's very important is that we have a conversation so they understand it's a partnership and that we work together. We're willing to, to support the team at the highest level, but at the same time, we're going to expect a level of uh, uh, support as well. When, when I interface with parents and I, and so I, I, we have a policy at swim swim that if, if someone calls in and it's a swim parent, I return that phone call. So I, I spent quite a bit of time talking to parents and, uh, and I would say half the time I'm feeling stress from them because they're, they're investing in their kids and it's a big investment. It's, it's, it's monetary, it's life, it's time, it's blood. And, uh, my experience is that they want someone who's going to meet them with, with real honesty and say, this is what it costs. And this is where, this is where you're at. And this is what you should do. Uh, do you, do you get those phone calls? Does it, does it, did, I'm, I'm sure you have, but like how, how much of your time is taken up with calls like that? Well, I'll, I'll tell you since, um, since the lockdowns, um, I have taken a lot more of those phone calls than I have, than I have in years. And uh, even though I get a little nervous when I pick up the phone sometimes, because you never know what you're being presented on the other side, what I've learned in that scenario is that what I can bring or what I should bring is my best every time. So regardless of where they've come through in their day. Uh, so one of the first things we try to do is meet them where they're at and let them know that we understand their situation, because in many situations, it's going to be different. And we want them to also to understand why we do what we do, why we move make what we make, why we recommend what we recommend. You know, we always say if somebody walks into our showroom or calls on the phone, that when they hang up or walk out, they should be better educated than they were before they interacted with us. So when somebody uh, makes a phone call and says, this is what I'm, I'm looking for, this is what I'm thinking, 
it's always about doing the right thing for that person. And, and it's, it's not about anything other than that, because we believe that that, that comes back to you in, in the best way. Um, but it's also making sure that that parent feels like I just spoke with somebody who knows my situation and understands where I'm at and made the right recommendation. I have a pet peeve in business in general. And my pet peeve is a pet peeve I'm going to share with you. I'm going to disclose it. There's certain things that I, that I hate in the sport of swimming, and, I, and, I'm, and, and I've said it, and some people don't like me for saying it and being so honest. I hate sprinters because, I, you know, <laughs> I, was, I was a mid-distance distance guy, and I've said, I say it over and over and over, and I'm going to wear that. It's, it's my chip on my shoulder. It's purely based in jealousy. Um, I, I, you know, so I've, I've got pet peeves like that. But a pet peeve I have industry-wide in anything is when I go to a website, I want to know what the phone number is. And if I have to search for your phone number, it drives me insane. It drives me insane. Go to a3performance.com. You're going to find the phone number at the top of the page. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and I just want to say that I appreciate that and I love you for that. And I think that, that is a very, that's a pro move. So if you have a company out there and you're working swimming and in, in, in a sport where you have to earn people's respect, which I think is a part of the culture, put the phone number at the top. You know, it's funny because we just were installing a brand new phone system and they said, do you want to have this virtual assistant? And I said, no, I want, when somebody calls here, I want the person who picks up the phone to be able to greet them and help them. And in almost every situation, that is the case. I mean, occasionally that doesn't always work, but uh, thank you for that because I also have the same frustration of not being able to contact them. I kind of think, what are they trying to hide? It's it, obviously this is a family business and uh, I know I'm not going to, you can lean, we will hint at something. You've probably, you have such great leadership and you had great success for so long. You've been on a short list to probably lead some pretty big brands and you have, you know, you like being CEO and co-founder of your company, but it's a family business. Tell me about your family business. Tell me about being in a family business. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of, there are some challenges, but there's so many benefits. And um, my, my oldest daughter, Ellie, uh, handles a lot of our marketing. So when you look at our website and you look at our Instagram and you look at, at uh, what the world sees about our brand, that's her. And she does, she does an outstanding job. So in that respect, and, and she knows me also. So um, a lot of the communications are, are made a little bit easier because of that. Uh, our youngest daughter, Anna, um, is it does a lot of business development and and a lot of everything else so she's somebody again who you know loves to even help in the in the showroom but does traveling for us loves to talk to teams is a very motivational speaker um, so that's it, it's great to be able to work with those guys every day and again the fact that they know me they know that I'm passionate about what I do and that I'm I'm going to drive um, that's a, that's a good thing. My wife uh, has been involved with us when we started our first company um, and has just been a phenomenal support. So um, it's great to be in that. And it's great to work with those people because you can't teach somebody what they already know. You can't teach somebody the last 20 years that they've lived. And it's phenomenal. Uh, again, when I talk about being able to talk to a coach, talk to a parent, I have two other people who can do the exact same thing and put that parent or that coach at ease, make them feel good about their involvement with A3. You can, you can, you can, you, you, you sniff a non-swimmer out pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. 
That's- you do. It's like uh, there's just unique things. We're bringing a whole language to the conversation that it's uh, it's like, wow, do I have to get over this hump? You don't have to do it with A3 performance. You don't have to do that there. Uh, so let's, let's get into it. COVID, um, this thing was coming. And we started tracking it out of China in January. And it was a, we didn't know, we didn't know what was going to happen. And when it hit, it hit. And I, and I started calling you because it's uh, the unknown is, is probably the most, the scariest thing. Uh, what, I, what I liked is that it's, I, it, our, at our company, we chose to uh, go, okay, this is going to be a tough time. Everybody's going to suffer. Some people are going to just sit on the sidelines and, and they're going to freeze. We tried to innovate in specific ways. We tried to use this time. How has A3 innovated during this period of time? Because I know that's been your plan. Yeah. Um, so we, we've always uh, been focused on developing product, always. And uh, regardless of what category it's in, whether it's apparel, equipment, racing, we're always focused on what is the next uh, innovation that we can bring. But when you have to look at your business, when you have to look at the company and go, how are we going to survive this? And like you said, the uncertainty was what really sort of drains your energy, right? You get yourself pumped up and get ready to fight one day. And then the next day the rules change and you kind of keep asking yourself, what, where's the end? When is this going to stop? When is it going to get better? But uh, one of the things we did really with in the first couple of weeks is uh, sit down and have a thorough uh, brainstorming session about um, brand development and brand growth and how do we do that. And one of the things that we came up with was an agent program. And the agent program has actually been very, it's taken off very well for us thus far. And it's really been about partnering with people who sort of have the same uh, ambitions that we do. People who are entrepreneurial, people that have a great network um, in the sport of swimming, people who would like to have their own business or their own side hustle, so to speak, um, and partnering with those people. So uh, that's what we've, that's exactly what we've done. So the, the agent program has, has taken off for us and it's allowed us to work with people who are driven. Um, they care about what they do. They're taking care of their customers, but we're working with them. We're supporting them in their business. So it's not nearly as daunting of a task as raising money and going out and starting your own company. It's really working with us and allowing us to help support you um, which takes some of that pressure off and allows them just to work with their network. Because as, as oftentimes as we think everybody is being incredibly well-serviced and the market is incredibly difficult to crack, there are so many people who are, are yearning for service, that, that want some attention. And now they have somebody who's giving them attention and who's bringing uh, you know, cutting-edge products to them and, and somebody they can pick up the phone and talk to or who walks onto their pool deck, which we just weren't able to do with the size of our company. And, and quite frankly, through this COVID, we weren't really able to make that investment either. So this has been an innovation for us uh, that's been something very positive. We have a couple other things that I, I can't quite say today, but um, by the time we get to October, we'll have a couple other things that be, we'll be releasing into the market that'll be innovations. Some of them will be products, some of them will be services. So um, it's, a, it's a continuation for us. And like we alluded to before, when we talked about where we fit in the marketplace, uh, we fit where we fit. So we're not really looking at the other pieces. Uh, we're just being the best we can at what we do, identifying where there's opportunity for us to, to grow and better serve, and then making sure that we're really good at it when we get there. If you were, um, 
if you're out there and you have some knowledge, maybe you're a coach and you're, and you're trying to build a business and you think you can build a business because you have this knowledge of the marketplace and you, you, you want to, you're entrepreneurially minded. Uh, the A3 performance agent, um, partnership is really interesting. I think I find it fascinating. I, you know, there's a lot of people out there that maybe they're, maybe they're in a business and they're, they're not happy because they're, they've lost their swimming family and they want to get reconnected with their swimming family, but they don't want to be a coach or they don't want to, you know, they want to, they don't want to take that path. I would encourage you to, to, this is a great place to go because Dan is, is, is a salt of the earth kind of guy that you could work with and you could build this up. And, and really it's just about, Hey, do you have grit? Do you have innovation? And uh, are, are you ready, ready to put the time in? So if anybody's out there listening and you're thinking that way, do it. I, what, what I like about this, and when, when you told me about it long, you know, a few months ago, was that a lot of people who want to do this, they, they go the swim lessons route. And going the swim lessons route is a, is, is a big hump. It's a, an insurance hump. Sometimes it's an it's a infrastructure hump. This is not that hump. This is the way to, to move in in a quick and effective way. And you can work with Dan. So that's exciting. And I, and I like that a lot. Uh, and from a personal standpoint, did you think that we would be in the pandemic this long? No. You know, it's, it's funny because we were at the Nick meet, the National Invitational Championship at Cleveland State, and everything shut down. I mean, within a 24-hour period, the news cycle went from groups of 250 to 50 to 10. Uh, I felt like every time I got in the car and turned on the radio, it was a smaller group. And then all of a sudden the meet was canceled halfway through the meet. Um, by the time we got home, uh, the spigot had completely shut off and everybody was dormant. And I thought, you know, if we can make it to May, that sounds funny now, right? If we can make it to May, we'll be okay. Um, and then we got to May and nothing really changed. And as a matter of fact, some of the shutdowns were even more stringent at that time. So we started thinking, well, certainly we have to have summer league because most of it is going to be outdoors. That didn't occur. So I certainly did not think we would be here this long. It is, uh, it is a test, isn't it? It's a test for all of us. Um, it's been difficult to stay positive when you're challenged like that on a regular basis, but it's been my, my job and my role and, and, and what I try to do, push myself to do uh, on a daily basis, not just for myself, but for my family and my staff. Um, and I know that um, I know that we're good. We 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 make the right products. We provide the right service. It's just a matter of when are things going to open up, and when they do open up, I feel good about where we're at. But uh, no, I didn't foresee it going quite this long. I mean, we're seeing we're seeing some states open up uh, their high school swimming, but yet certain school districts are closing or canceling their season. So. Uh, there's a lot of confusion also, in addition to that uncertainty we talked about, like what's going to happen tomorrow. There's a lot of confusion as what the right thing to do is. So um, I think fortunately kids are swimming in a chlorinated pool and I think that, I think it's a healthy environment. Um, but we're, you know, we, we still have the number of, uh, of conferences and uh, school districts that have opted to just cancel the sports for the fall. So we, um, we hope that we see a light at the end of the tunnel. I think that's a light at the end of the tunnel. And that uh, we keep moving positively in that direction. We're down to our last uh, two minutes. And I, I just want to, when people stay this long, I always try to, to slip out some things that you wouldn't normally hear in the, in the news cycle, which we, you know, the insider information. We're going to tell you this. 
Um, the, it, what we're hearing at Swim Swam from the IOC and from the USOPC is that, uh, and this is not official, but it will, when it is official, we will, we will report it. Um, we're having an Olympics next summer. It may not be as with as many athletes. Uh, swim, swimming will be unaffected. It might even get more attention. Um, there will be only Japanese fans. No international fans will be there. <clears throat> but they have to have an Olympics because of the television rights. And, and I hope that this is good news for you, Dan. It certainly helps us emotionally going into the future. I, th- I think it's uh, really positive. I mean, it's positive for everybody. So if it's positive for the sport, it's, it's going to be positive for A3. Um, but I, I think the Olympics is such a unifying and, and um, kind of a, a boosting type event uh, to our local communities, to our national communities. And it's just super important that we do it for the, for the number of athletes uh, that have stayed into their training for another year to, to, to get to 2021 would have been heartbreaking if, if they would have gone a different direction. So I'm grateful that they're going to uh, have an Olympics. I also think it's important for the sport of swimming because it's one of the premier events of the Olympics or summer Olympics. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, hopefully by the time we get there, we have our, uh, all of our pools open and we can start to welcome a lot of new people into the sport of swimming because it is such a great culture to be part of. So yeah, we're, we're, we're grateful. I, I also have heard that. I know it hasn't been official, but we're grateful. Lead, innovate, inspire A3 Performance. Go to a3performance.com. Dan, thank you for coming on the Swim Swam CEO Swim Series podcast. Will you come back? Absolutely, Mel. It was great to talk with you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.